WPTF Radio. Tom Kearney here. The Tom Kearney Show is on WPTF every week, Monday through Friday, from 9 until 10 each night, with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And when we make it through a, another week and we get to Friday night and everything is, we're still uh, vertical, as my brother is inclined to say, we celebrate by having Friday night trivia. And that's what we're going to do tonight, a kind of a regular potpourri trivia night. Last Friday night uh, we did a music trivia, and we're going to do another one either next week or the next week. So if you like to name that song, you'll want to join us then. But tonight we're going to have a potpourri of different things from history and uh, current affairs and uh, even one uh, scientific question. We have one rule when we play trivia on the Tom Kearney Show, and that is you cannot look the answer up. You have to have it between your ears. You have, it is not something you can use your handheld device for or your computer or even getting a reference book off the shelf. You have to do it sort of like you were on a desert island. In fact, I call it our desert island experience. You're there. It's just you. And uh, the way you can uh, get it right, maybe get off the island, is answer a question. But you've got to have it in your in your brain. There is one way you can get some help, actually, and we allow that. And that is you can get it from another human being the person riding in the car with you, the person helping you wash the dishes, the person sitting on the couch with you, whatever that is, that is allowed. They can whisper in your ear what the answer is. Our telephone number is 919. That's the area code, of course. And then 860-9783, 860-WPTF. And uh, we will uh, put you uh, on hold. Brittany is our producer, and she will put you on hold, and uh, we will... Uh, Take you and, and see if you know the answer to the question. Uh, and as I'm inclined to say, and something I learned from my Baptist friends, to not be bashful, to come on down to the front of our church. Uh, and, uh, and the way you, you come down to the front of the church, it testifies by calling 919-860-9783. by the way, if you have letters on your telephone, works out to be WPTF. So it would be 860 860- WPTF. One note I, I do want to to pass on a, a note, some a prediction from the National Weather Service. A chance of uh, showers, they're saying, tonight and thunderstorms, mainly before 1 a.m. Some storms uh, could be severe uh, with large hail and gusty winds, mostly cloudy with a low around 59, light and variable winds during that period, chance of precipitation is about 50%. New rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half of an inch, and that's a little more than you usually get with just a passing shower. But so there it is. So and there's chance of thunder showers until 1 a.m. And we, I think we're going to have a situation like we had today, tomorrow, and Sunday, where the possibility of showers, some of them perhaps severe, uh, will appear in the afternoon as, as the heat builds up, which is not a not an unusual thing in North Carolina during the spring and, indeed, summer. So, uh, and stay tuned to WPTF, AM 680 and FM 98.5, uh, as you go about or as you are in your home, for the latest updates on the weather. We usually try to give you at least a couple of forecasts per hour, and we'll have one coming up at the, the bottom of the hour here, but we thought we'd update you right at the beginning as to the latest information that we had. And so we're going to have some trivia questions. And we want you to, to dial us up at 919-860-9783. Something we've been doing for the last uh, 
whole few weeks is to do a little bit of, well, let's call it culture or intellectual kinds of reading books and things like that. We'll come up with our science question here in a minute and a couple that have to do with sports. But I'm going to tell you the name of three books. And uh, we usually present, when we do this, things in twos or threes. And you uh, you can, uh, if you don't know all three of these, you can give us one and we'll get somebody else to do the other two or whatever. We'll build a, a correct answer. But I'm going to tell you the names of three books, and I want you to tell me the authors of these three books, okay? For Whom the Bell Tolls is the first book. For Whom the Bell Tolls. The second book is entitled Elmer Gantry. Uh, they made a pretty good movie with Burt Lancaster out of that one, but I think Burt Lancaster and Shirley Jones, maybe, certainly Burt, back about 1960. But who wrote the book? And finally, the third book, and this one ought to be easy for, uh, well, by way of giving you a hint, for uh, North Carolinians, Look Homeward Angel. Now, I want you to tell me who wrote each one of those books, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Elmer Gantry, and Look Homeward Angel. All right, there you go. 919-860-9783. Tom Kearney here. I'm trying to think of just how to phrase this particular question. Well, in any event, uh, we, we occasionally have a science question, and this one is about the biggest equation of all, E equals MC squared. In that equation, tell me who, whose equation it is, and uh, tell me what the E stands for and what uh, M stands for and what C stands for. E equals MC squared. And then I'll tell you a funny story. That, that That's a, a present for those the person that answers that particular question. What does E equals MC squared stand for? And tell me whose equation that is. It's probably the most well-known equation going about these days. What I want to do now is to have you tell me. I've got some sports questions for you. I want you to tell me the five largest football stadiums the five largest football stadiums by capacity uh, in in the United States. It could be stadiums that were used for collegiate football or for professional football. Actually, as I'm looking at these, I think all of these that I'm looking at are, in fact, collegiate stadiums, but the five largest. When we get all those, we might go on to six and seven. But the five largest, and see if you can get them in order, in seating capacity, five largest, just at the beginning of this week, well, last weekend and into this week, the final four got together. The final four got together, and at the end of it, uh, we had the final two, and then we had the one remaining in the, the champion. Now, colleges and professional teams, most teams have a uh, a nickname, uh, a symbol of the state is Wolfpack, for instance. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, we had four teams in the final four. Tell me the symbols the mascots, whatever, of the four teams that were in the Final Four. I'll tell you the teams, Gonzaga, Baylor, Houston, I hope I can tell them, I hope I don't forget, and UCLA. But what what are the, the, the symbols of those four teams? Maybe you knew them and forgot them already, or maybe you never knew them. But one of the nice things about the trivia show, most people tell me, is they don't always get everything right, but they usually learn something. The telephone number is 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Again, what I want to know is the nicknames of the four teams in the Final Four of the basketball, March Madness, the National NCAA Collegiate Championship. What I want is the top five 
football stadiums in the United States ranked as the top five by their capacity, the largest ones in, in otherwise. Uh, books, books. I gave you uh, three books. I want you to tell me the author of those three books. For Whom the Bell Tolls, El- Elmer Gantry, and Look Homeward Angel. And also, a science question in these equation, the most famous equation certainly of the 20th century, and maybe continuing to now, E equals MC squared. What does the E stand for? What does the M stand for? And what does the C stand for? Well, if you know the answer to one of those questions, or think you know the answer to one of those questions, give us a call at 919-860-9783, and uh, we will see if you do, in fact, know the answer. Uh, You can queue up during this break, and we'll be waiting for you on the other side. AM 680, get one of your buttons in your car on the AM line for that, and FM is 98.5, and you can hear us either place. It's Tom Kearney Show, and we try to bring you programs that are interesting and entertaining, and I, I usually think the trivia show is the place that you can learn stuff in sort of backhanded way. Well, we'll find out now, because uh, we've offered out some questions, and we've got a number out there, 919-860-9783, and we've got a, uh, a teacher a professor on the line. Anthony, good evening. How you doing, Tom? I gave you a pretty big build-up there. You better better fill up some time and know some answers here. You, you asked some tough questions tonight, brother. Well, uh, Lou, my friend in Rocky Mountain, I think he got mad with me a couple of weeks ago. I know I'm pulling his leg, but he said, you know, I do sound like the headmaster or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, but but we I've been doing this potpourri stuff for about two months now, and you, you use up some of the questions. Uh, but... Uh, Actually, those books were easy if you chose that. And uh, the uh, football stadiums, uh, I could have, I'm, I'm basing it on myself, I could have gotten at least three of the five, I think. And uh, the names of the four teams in the in the Final Four, uh, they should be right on our, you know, right on the tips of our tongues because they've only been well, gone about four days now. So. That's the one I'm going to do for you is the four teams. All right, go for it. All right, Baylor. Bears. Bears, okay. Uh, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Right. Houston Cougars. And the last one is a UCLA Bruin, which is a bear. But just, they yeah. call it a Bruin. Exactly. And, you know, I looked at, I was going to look up a couple just to, I always do, try to double check stuff, and so I got one of my World Almanacs. I used to buy one every year, and now I buy one about every other year. But this the one I had was actually for some like 2013. But that doesn't make any difference. Most of the stats I would be interested in would be old stuff anyway. But I wanted to know what Gonzaga's was. I wanted to confirm it. I knew the other ones, and Gonzaga's not even listed in in the in the display on that. It's not every wow. college is, but the other. But you know, they, the one time they show up in our minds is during basketball season. Well, Tell now, me what you know about Gonzaga. I'll bet you know something about them. Well, not a whole lot about Gonzaga. I've heard the name for the past few years that they've, you know, got a good basketball team. But this was the uh, first time in uh, that either one of these teams uh, was going to try to win the national championship because Baylor, I think, did it. They said the other night was in 1948, but they lost to uh, a team and then. I think Gonzaga was in there a couple of years ago, but they didn't make it either. 
Well, they actually um, lost to Chapel Hill to Carolina in either 17 or 18, I think, if I remember correctly. Right. Well, they are well, a Catholic institution in Spokane, Washington. And I think okay. Bing Crosby went to Spokane for, uh, I don't know if he graduated, but he went there. I think he's probably one of their most famous alumni. I need to double-check that, but I, if, if I'm wrong, somebody call me up and tell me. But they, And Spokane, of course, is in eastern Washington. Uh, away from the coast and away from the other major major cities. Well, my, there you go. My niece Those... went to Baylor and graduated, I think it was in 2007, and I think that was the year the women won the uh, national championship that year because she sent me a green shirt with Baylor Bears on it, so I said, oh, okay. Pretty well, nice. they've uh, been doing well of late. They had a little trouble with uh, some social UConn. problems with the football football team, uh, people, uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called, sexual, uh, sexual what I mean, harassment, I believe is what harassment. that's the word I was looking on. for. Yeah, I think they ended up, the program got shaky enough that they had to get a, in fact, they hired the, the retired Wake Forest coach to coach, you know, to stabilize them for a couple of years while they found somebody they thought wouldn't make a mess of it. And one way of thinking of them, if you're a Southerner, is they are the Wake Forest of, of Texas. They're the the Baptist Institution in Texas. I believe they're in Waco, which is one of the first Texas towns I ever heard of. Well, we've got another caller, a gentleman named Robin, and uh, I thank you for being our seed caller. The seed caller always makes the program at the end and take no care. No problem, and it's good to talk with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again. I hope so. I hope so. Okay, it's have a good, good one, Tom. It's always good to Bye. know that you're there. Anthony lives in Broadway. He's one of the members of our radio family, and we invite you to join it. All you have to do is do what Robin did. Dial 919-860-9783. Robin, good evening. Hello, Tom. How how are you? I am fine. I'm fine. I'm just, just right and tight now. I've got a, about a half a cup of coffee in me, and, and uh, I had a I got a day where I could read something today and spend some time thinking about this program, but it was kind of a relaxing day. It was nice, like, nice to look outside. And I hope you've had that kind of day, too. Which one of the questions are you going to do tonight? Well, I'll give the E equals MC squared a shot. Are you a scientist type? You know, you have a degree no, in engineering not, or something? No. Uh, I was a biology major, but... Well, that counts, uh, yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, well, who uh, said it? Who, who, whose equation is it? It's, of course, very famous. Oh, yeah. I, Einstein. Mm-hmm. Uh... I believe the E uh, um, is energy, and the M is mass, and I'm not sure, but I think the C squared is speed of light. C is the speed of light, and it's squared. It's a constant, I think, is the way. But yes, that's the open the door. Now I can't explain any of it to you, but I'll tell you where you can learn about it. And that's a, I don't know if you remember when I announced this question. I said there was a little story that went with it. I have a book on my shelf about 10 feet from where I'm sitting, and the title of it is E equals MC squared. And what the author, David Bodantas, does is he explains all the terms and what they mean within the equation, and that energy can be converted into mass, and mass can be converted into energy. But why he wrote the book is what's interesting. Now, have you ever heard of an actress whose name is Cameron Diaz? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's an attractive young lady. I think she's given up making movies. She kind of got tired of Hollywood. But apparently she was in an interview. I thought it was on television on somebody like uh, Le- uh, 
oh, what's his name, uh, Letterman or somebody like that. And they were talking mm-hmm. about wanting to know this and wanting to know that. And, and at the end of the program, the host said, uh, is there anything else you want to know to her? And he, she said, well, I always wondered what E equal MC squared meant. And apparently she was serious. Because they oh. they just they just ignored her, and she said, "But I really I really want to know." Well, David Bodanis heard it, and he wrote a book. He he was a science writer, and so he has a, he turned out a book to explain it to Cameron and to anybody else who's interested. And I read the reviews, and if you want to know, it will explain it to you. His name is B O D A N I S, and we can thank okay. Cameron Diaz for that. Okay. Yeah, um, I did not uh, I'd forgotten or didn't realize that uh, the speed of light squared meant um, two times the speed of light, I guess. Is that right? It, well, squared means it's multiplied by itself. Oh, okay. All right. You remember squaring the number. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The square of two is uh, four, and the square of four is 16, and, and right. so on. Right. But, uh, okay. Well, well, we we, we got our lesson <laughs> out for tonight, and uh, you you got the question all right, and I thank you for calling. And I hope you have a oh. good weekend. And if it starts oh, lightning, oh. go inside, okay? Oh, I don't know if you know or not, uh, but there's a book that, uh, speaking of books, um, who wrote Cold Mountain? That was a North Carolina uh, author, wasn't it? I'm sorry? What was the name who of the book? Cold Mountain? Yes. I, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but I Fraser really was. Fu- Charles Fraser something Fuster. he used to teach at State, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. I'll look up that name during the news break here, and we'll have it. Uh, Robin got the answer to the question, what does E equal MC square? What do the characters E, M, C, and M, and C, and squared means that the C is multiplied by itself. And it came about because Cameron Diaz, sometime actress uh, and an attractive lady, was interested in the question. We're going to pause now for the news. We're walking back in here on WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show, sometimes called Talk with Tom, and I invite you to do that. While we've been uh, locked up inside, it's good to have somebody to talk to, and I look forward to each night when we get to talk to uh, callers, particularly on Nostalgia Nights and on Trivia Night on Friday night. By the way, coming up Monday night, Dr. Mike Walden will be here to talk about the economy. On Tuesday night, Stephen Kearney, my brother, will be here to give us a part of a preview of the Oscars and who he thinks is going to win and how they've changed the way they rate the pictures and what is eligible and what is not. All that good stuff. But he will be here on Tuesday night to do that. And the head of the Museum of History in North Carolina uh, will be uh, with us on uh, Wednesday night to talk about the new exhibits at the Museum of History. But tonight, we've got trivia. It's a potpourri trivia night. We've had our science question. We've got a few questions about football stadiums and about books. And I'll bet Henry is going to take the question about books. Henry, good evening. You're on WPTF. Tom, you're dangerous. You're reading my mind. Oh, yeah. Well, after a while, you get, you know, you, you practice. Like, <laughs> yeah. It. Well, this but, is Henry, uh, of let's, course. Let's see yeah. if you Is that really the thing you're going to take? Yes, sir. Okay, go for it. All right. <clears throat> for whom the bell tolls. Um, I believe and I hope it was Ernest Hemingway. Right. There's a new uh, 
production about his life. I'm trying to think of what it's called now, but anyway, it's on public television. It may have already been on, but certainly it will be repeated, and if it hasn't been on, it, it is upcoming, and, and it will be, you know, he died relatively young. He was only 62, and uh, he actually committed suicide, if I remember correctly, but yes. for yes. whom the bell tolls, uh, more or less about World War One by Ernest Hemingway. You're right. Now, we've got two more, and that's it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to have to skip over Elmer Gantry. Um, now, Look Homeward Angel, I believe that was written by Thomas Wolfe, a native of Asheville. I'll bet you read that book. I just probably started it. I don't have any memory of having read it, Tom, but <laughs> if I did, it was many years ago. Well, he's one of North Carolina's most prominent authors, and if you ever go to Asheville, the, the, the house that he grew up in, it's still there, and it's a North Carolina State Historic Site, and it's worth visiting. He died when he was 38 years old. Of, uh, he had uh, tuberculosis of the brain, as a matter of fact, and at that time, they think he caught it because his mother ran a boarding house for people who came to visit their relatives who were in the tuberculosis hospitals in Asheville. Uh-huh. You know, tuberculosis was a real problem in America and, of course, in North Carolina until after World War II when uh, penicillin and things like that more or less conquered it. But uh, Thomas Wolfe was, is, uh, well, he's one of the more prominent of the North Carolina authors. And and uh, you probably, it's too late, Henry, I, I'm told by people, and I believe it myself because I tried it, it's a book you should read when you're a teenager. It's, it's young not not well, that it's infantile, but it's it's about a boy who wants to get out of town, if you know what I mean. He wants to go somewhere. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I anyway. think I may have started it, but if I finished it, I don't remember. It was too long ago, but uh, I'm still proud of Thomas Wolfe and the book. I mean, it's a North Carolina accomplishment, you know. Oh, yes, exactly. You're a good man. You're a good man. Well, Henry, thank, thank you for joining us tonight. It's good to hear My from you. My pleasure, and I'm hoping we're going to get that rain you were talking about because we need the pollen washed off the cars. Well, you and my wife, she said it was standing there, and she said it, she told me earlier tonight when the light was still out that there were a few drops that fallen. I don't know that I've gotten any more than that here, but I hope we get some. Well, I, I don't, I'm please. not much on thunder and lightning, but I, I can go for the rain. And so well, I hope please we get tell, it. tell her that Henry agrees with her. Tom, you have a good night and a good weekend. Thank you, Henry. Henry got it, uh, the, the literary side. Uh, he did not get one of the books, though, and uh, that's all right. As I said at the beginning, if you don't know all three of those that you're offered to tell us who wrote them, we'll let somebody else help you build a correct answer. And he knew that For Whom the Bell Tolls was written by Ernest Hemingway, and, and Look Homeward Angel was written by Thomas Wolfe. But who wrote Elmer Gantry? We need an answer to that. Who wrote Elmer Gantry? And you can dial us up at 919-860-9783. And while we're stopped here, let me give you three more books. Uh, You've got one left here, Elmer Gantry, and I'll give you three more and see if you can uh, come up with an answer for these. Uh, One of my problems always is I have to read my own handwriting. Uh, But uh, the title of the first of the three books in the new set is Bonfire of the Vanities. Bonfire of the Vanities. And the second book is The Sun Also Rises. The second book is The Sun Also Rises. And if you want a familiar title, you may have seen the movie, but what we want to know is who wrote the book that the movie was made from. The third book is The Godfather. The Godfather. 
and you need to call 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF, okay? There it goes. There's a, there's one book left over and three new ones, so you've got four books. If you can't get all of them, get as many as you can, and we'll build up a correct answer along the way somewhere. We're going to don't often do this, but I'm going to reference an earlier program earlier this week on, I think, Tuesday night. Ed Morris, who's the director of the Wake Forest University and Town Museum. It's a museum that represents both the town of Wake Forest and the university, located about 12 miles or something like that north of where where WPTF is in the city of Wake Forest, was on our program. And he gave us two dates. Uh, see, what, one of the reasons I wanted to have him on is one of the reasons is it's my alma mater, and I think people should know about it. But one of the reasons they need to know about it is when you come to the bell line here, you see a sign that says Wake Forest. And I drove up there, drove in one day from, I was, in fact, I think I was coming back from getting my, my, my vaccine in Chapel Hill at the Friday Center, and it says Wake Forest this way. And I thought, well, what if people were looking for the university or the college? My, my ring says I went to a college. They didn't change the name until after that. And they might be looking for the college or they might be looking for the town. And there are stories, and I, I actually was a part of one of them, about a, a truck driver who had something to deliver at Wake Forest town of, and he came to Durham and he was asked somebody how to get to Wake Forest, and they thought he meant the university, and so they gave him the directions to Winston-Salem. And 100 miles later, he came up to me in Winston-Salem and said, how do I get to Wake Forest? And I said, well, you're there. And he said, no, the town of. And I had to turn him around and send him back this way. So I, I thought, well, it would be a good program to have Ed on to talk about it. Well, what, the two, what I want is two dates. The date that Wake Forest was founded, we talked about it on the program, which was the date that the town was founded. The, the town was founded around the college. And that was where the college was until another date later and uh, within my lifetime. And then it moved off to Winston-Salem to build a new campus. What I want to know is the date that it was founded and the date that it moved. And this this will be a learning experience. And if you're a Wake Forest person, shame on you if you don't know the two dates, the date it was founded and the date that it moved. There we go. It's in Winston-Salem now. It's on some property, I think, given to the University of Den College by Richard Joshua Reynolds, R.J. Reynolds. And the the medical school that had been founded at Wake Forest back in the 20s had already moved to Winston-Salem, the Bowman Gray School of Medicine, and, which is now a part of Wake Forest and the Baptist Hospital there. Okay, 919-860-9783, 860-WPTF. Earlier, I asked you, and this is the last set of questions, and then we'll see if there's anybody on the line, what the top five football stadiums in terms of capacity were in the United States. What are the five largest stadiums in terms of capacity in the United States? 919-860-9783. Brittany, does anybody want to try to answer any of these questions? Still waiting over here for someone to answer. Still waiting, okay. Well, I'm going to throw one more question in. Remember this now, the, the football stadiums, they're, they're the top five is what I want. And as I said, if we get the top five, we'll, if you get on a run, and you can't look it up now, but if you think about it, if you're a football fan, you will probably know one or two or three because they certainly are feel, 
represent schools that draw large crowds. One of them is, in fact, called The Big House, 919-860-9783. And you've got four books that you've got to tell me who wrote them. Elmer Gantry, Bonfire of the Vanities, which is a fairly modern book as opposed to the other book. Uh, the Sun Also Rises, and uh, also a fairly modern book, The Godfather. Who wrote these books? Who wrote these books? And uh, what I want you to do is to call me up and tell me the answer to those questions. And uh, we will take a break here and come back, and I hope you will queue up and be in line, so to speak, as the Brits would say, to tell me the answers right after this break. It's 9.49 at WPTF. I forgot to tell you that this was Friday. And the world is so confusing these days that I have to keep up with stuff like this. And it is April the 9th. Again, I'll tell you, Dr. Mike Walden will be on with a review of the economy on Monday night. Tuesday night, Stephen Kearney will talk about uh, a preview of the Oscars, maybe the best pictures or the best actress or, or whatever, and how one qualifies in this changed world where a lot of movies are streaming now rather than being in brick-and-mortar movie houses, but that's the story for Tuesday night of next week, and, uh, and we're going to talk about new exhibits at the Museum of History on Wednesday night, so we hope you will join us for that. Well, I have some new questions. We, I love nicknames for sports teams, and we, of course, uh, the, the big team in, in the professional sports in this part of the world, I mean, Charlotte has the, has the, the Panthers, but we have uh, the... Uh, well, I'm not going to say their name. I might make it a part of the question. But we have a hockey team, and I think if since we have a hockey team, one should know the names of the other hockey teams in the National Hockey League. And I put the list down here tonight so I could look at it. And I'm going to give you three, and you you, ha- you have to tell me the local name. And of course, most everybody will know that. It sounds like a crib. But we will probably be surprised at the number of people who do not know what the nickname of the local hockey team is, okay? But they're doing well, and that's good. But uh, what I want you to tell me is the name of the hockey team of uh, the Canadians, the Montreal Canadiens. No, no, I can't do that because I just sort of told you that I didn't intend to. I was using Canada for something else. Well, let's, let's leave that one alone. Okay, okay, we're going to give you, we're going to give you three plus the local team. What are the, what is the nickname of the St. Louis hockey team? What 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 are they called? The St. Louis hockey team. What are uh, is the name of the uh, Los Angeles team? What's the name of? I think Gretzky played for them at one time. He did not start there. But the, what is the name of the Los Angeles team? The Philadelphia team. Okay, I'm just looking down the list. Okay, we've got three: the Philadelphia hockey team, the Los Angeles team, and the St. Louis team plus the local team. You will not get a, a prize. You will just get honor. You will be accorded the honor of knowing the answer to this question. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. What are the five largest football stadiums in the United States? I believe, I'm going to go back and look at this, but somebody ought to come up with an answer for this. Somebody ought to know the answer, at least a couple of them, if not all of them. The five largest, one, two, three, four, five. There are five, all five of them seat over 100,000. In fact, there are six, seven, eight, nine that seat over 100,000. So uh, let's 
see if you can name those. Seat over 100,000. And for those who are students of literature, we had one lady a couple of weeks ago who I think majored in English at NC State, and she knew the answers. We had uh, three presented, and uh, somebody got two of them, but they did not get Elmer Gantry, the novel written about a, a preacher who was a kind of a scam artist, I think. I don't know what to say about him. You'd need to read it. There's a good movie of it. And in fact, uh, I think Burt Lancaster got an, uh, uh, an Oscar for his role. It was came out about 1960. It was while I was in high school, about 1960. But I really liked it. And Burt Lancaster was very energy-filled in this movie. Elmer Gantry. What I want to know is who wrote the book. By the way, the man who wrote the book, uh, one has was one of the Americans who has been given the Nobel Prize for Literature. I mean, I'll bet we won't find many, if anybody, in the audience who actually knows who this is. I'm I'm daring you now. I'm throwing it out because I don't believe that this question will be answered. I don't believe that anybody listening. Well, they might call up. There's, there's bound to be somebody who knows the answer. Now, the question is, will they call? But uh, I've challenged you now. I don't believe anybody will get this one. Usually I make little bets with myself when I make up the questions, and I'm often surprised. Now, I also offered you three more, which is what we usually do in another set of questions. Who wrote the book The Bonfire of the Vanities? I think there's a movie of that, too. It's a fairly modern book. I want to know who the author is. Bonfire of the Vanities. Also, the movie The Sun Also Rises. Who wrote that book? And finally... Who wrote the book of one of the most popular and best movies ever made, uh, The Godfather, was the author of that book. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You've got just time enough if you push your buttons very quickly to get your answer in. Tom Carney here on, on WPTF. We've got about a minute and a half for you to answer the questions now. We're going to have to find out what happened to to our friend, uh, uh, who was the cleanup guy here, Mr. Allen, nine one nine eight six zero WPTF, and our and our and the question, the two dates connected. If you had heard the program earlier this week, we did a program on the history of, the, of town and gown, the relationship between the town slash village of Wake Forest and the college, which was there. The college actually was. Or made the town. That was that was the reason for it being there in the beginning, and uh, the uh, the college left the town a number of years ago. And one of the dates I'm asking for that we talked about that night is the date that the college left the town and went west to get a brand new campus paid for by money given by, among other things, the R.J. Reynolds people and uh, the Gray people and other uh, philanthropic philanthropic. Uh, entities in Winston-Salem. Uh, we are about to the point, uh, uh, Brittany, of having our song here. So, hey, Jim Crunchy's there. We're just going to leave those questions out there. We will not answer them. Thank you for joining us tonight and listening. This is Jim Crunchy with our signature song. You can keep it dying.